I have a dream, I think I'm Martin Luther King I dream of equality for every single human being You dare to follow me, beware the limit, it's the sky Dare to dream the impossible, move the obstacles aside Step aside, let's reject the racism Let's reject the hatred, I love them Redirect that energy, focus on 2020 Upgrade America, play the game, it's fun man And vote Cameron Rob, please donate to my campaign Every man Cameron Rock, official 2020 presidential candidate. This is the official Upgrade America podcast, and here with CJ the Day Slayer. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Having technical difficulties on my end, so we'll Enough see if this plays out. Man, we, we upgrading America. We 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 not uh we can get technical. You know what I mean? Troubleshoot yeah. this. So uh, without further ado, we're gonna be discussing hate speech. And this is a uh, pretty sensitive subject, but why not take it on head first? So I'm gonna hit this definition. The way Google's defining hate speech is as follows. Abusive or threatening speech or writing that expresses prejudice against a particular group, especially on the basis of race, religion, and sexual orientation. Mm. What are your thoughts on hate speech, Chris? Man, it's 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 a weird uh, dynamic to be in because in America we're protected by a First Amendment. Yeah, absolutely right. But then there's how are people gonna react to what you're saying? You can say what you want, but mm-hmm. you can't control the reaction. And then I don't know. Hate speech is very fascinating. I don't agree with it. You know, I, I don't um, agree with it either. But it's again, it's it's uh, God bless the the First Amendment. It's we have to keep that intact because if we deviate from that First Amendment, then we're no longer America. Like our constitution has radically been changed. Like people are arguing that they don't want they want to take away the right to burn the flag. And while I'm not for burning the flag, I am for preserving the rights to do so, because that's what's been outlined in the First Amendment. Case speech, on the other hand, it's like. (laughs) <laughs> you already see the emergence of these hate groups and, uh, and, yeah. and and racist organizations, and more or less, it would be like <laughs> right now they have the they can lawfully express their opinions and use all the the n words and all all the racial slurs and, and anything to express their meaning, and that's protected by the First Amendment. Now, when you're talking about Facebook, that's the, I consider them a private organization. Mm-hmm. My understanding is they can, they control hate speech. They have their own definition of what hate speech is. Uh-huh. And if you're going on there and be like, all oh, black people are niggers and, and stuff like, they can remove your content. And, and they have the right, I believe they have the right to do so. Well, now we're talking about people going down and you want to peacefully assemble or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? But I've also read reports here and there mm-hmm. and stuff in the news where they will let like even a minor thing like teaching like black history or something and they'll disable mm-hmm. your account or suspend you. But they will let us saying, say just a white person beating up a black person, they'll let that circulate forever. Mm-hmm. And won't 
that down. So I've seen different examples of, well, they choose what they consider hate speech or not. And this is on all platforms. Now, what I, I was doing a little research myself, and I found out that I, blew, I do believe it was the... Maybe it was the Constitution. It was one of these old documents mm-hmm. that um, was put up on Facebook. And Facebook's algorithm... It would not let them post the. I, I want to say it was the Constitution because there's some okay. reference to Native Americans as savages. Gotcha. Uh, something along those lines, and, and because remember, a bit of the, this algorithm, it's it's mm-hmm. it's automated, and there are people involved. But my yeah. understanding is the the automated part, it, it wouldn't let, allow certain things to go on there. But um, again, Facebook, it's it's owned by someone, so. Yeah. Again, if you have your own platform, if we, for instance, our Upgrade America platform, uh, I think we can reserve the right to to control the content as we see fit. It's, it's more along the lines of how people can publicly express their opinions. You Agreed. know, like, and what do you think? How, how... Uh, it's tricky because you're right. You bring up a very valid point of that is their enterprise. That's their business. So they can... <laughs> deem necessary what they see fit but it, I just find it very fascinating what they choose to change versus being fair across the board like if it's hate speech it's hate speech right. get it out of there you know what I'm saying it shouldn't it should be pretty cut dry but then again it's very gray you know something that offends you might not offend me you know what I'm saying so no I, I don't believe you have that option to like if you don't want to see it, you can click it and say, "Hey, oh, yeah. that's things I've seen. like." So there, if you want to filter your, you know, your own feed, then that's an option. But um, I don't know. That's <laughs> not my concern. Yeah, it's really not my concern. It's just um, and I, I, I would like to preserve the the First Amendment as much as possible, but it's yeah. just to the point where um. There are certain um, slurs that I would like to, I would like them to die. For instance, the N-word in, in, in any type of, of way, whether it's being used as a racial slur or even as some African-Americans choose to interpret it as a term of endearment. I couldn't disagree more. I don't okay. think the nigger, nigger, any type of form, it, it's still a, it has a lot of negative connotations. Mm-hmm. But... I know for me Not that's that's a pretty tricky. For me, it's tricky. We we spoken about this because I love my rap, my hardcore rap. Yeah. Usually it has a bunch of that in there, so I'm like, it's just kind of a way to just relax or get amped up or whatever, just to hear it. It's kind of like just a part of the music, part of the feeling. But I do agree with you. I'm trying to say it less and less here and there. You know, trying and to I also say it every other word until I was in Soho, yeah. and, and uh, this guy was showing me. Uh, he's trying to pitch his his mixtape to me, and I was like, Nah, nigga, I don't, I don't want that. And then yeah. he was like, Heartbroken. He's like, I'm not a nigga. I'm like, and then I'm thinking like, you're black. And then he he tried to break it down. And I was ignorant at the time. Yeah. Let that marinate, and I'm like, you know, he's absolutely right. So I want to throw a question at you. Okay. okay. So, 
karaoke bar, just a scenario, right? And there's a white gentleman with a uh, Confederate flag shirt. Okay. And he chooses to sing a rap song that's just riddled with niggas. <laughs> Is that racist? Oh, man. <laughs> Whether he's doing it facetiously or he's doing it genuinely, is that racist? Because here's the thing, I'm gonna say okay. it, it. I'm gonna say it's, it's, it is racist for for two reasons. Because okay. if you have a word that only one race can use, for instance, let's just say only black people can use can say nigga, yeah. then that by definition is racist because you are excluding other races from using that. So if that uh, if that gentleman with his Confederate flag shirt on on there was, I'm really trying to think of a rap song that says like nigga every other. Uh, yeah, I know, but if, if they if that person were to go up there and say, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga, and then like, and then all the black people in the karaoke bar, how are they supposed to react? It's that music is what's perpetuating. If that's racism, then that music is perpetuating. But what do I know? You make some valid points. I'm just sitting here imagining that. I'm like, how would I react I've to that? I've yet to see that scenario, but I'd like to. <laughs> Nah, you know what's interesting? I, I went to a, a, um, a work function, right? And what song came on? I think it was Nicki Minaj's Super Bass. And I think yeah. she drops it like once or twice in there. Mm -hmm. it, it was a chick, you know, uh, white. She was rapping. She knew every word, right? So, and we're all drinking. And mainly it's everybody of melanin descent, you know, up in there. Everybody dark. With permanent tans, that's what mm -hmm. I said. So I remember she hit the one part of the song because I kind of know that song, Super Bass, a little bit. I've heard it enough to know something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, I guess she said it just boom, right? And then somebody's like, So y'all just gonna skip past that? <laughs> But everybody was kind of drinking, wasn't really thinking about it. They were just mm -hmm. like watching her because she was so into it. It's like, ah, you don't really want to kill the vibe like that. That would have right, made right. the whole night. It would have been like, you know? So, so hold on. I, because this, I think this is relevant to what you're saying. Remember you said you went to the wedding and, you yeah. know, a, a certain gentleman was asked if, if they could call you. They're, yeah. they're, they're nigga, and, and, you know, but you said at the moment you felt compelled to, to you know, to... Yeah, to, I the, Like, nah, that's unacceptable, but, I mean, in this case, I don't know. Like, so what, how did that story end? Uh, which one? The chick singing Yeah, with the one at your work. Um, nah, it just kind of was like, I saw a couple people's faces, like... And then, but I, I heard it too. I'm like, you know what? Whatever at this point. Like everybody's drinking, good time. Mm -hmm. Not hurting anybody, even though it's not ideal. Um, It's a really tricky thing. Cause I can understand from the other side, like you just want to be in the in crowd. It's not necessarily offensive. Right. You don't but see it, it that way. They, perhaps they weren't trying to, that she was not trying to be offensive. No, no. You can. We both can agree that people have taken offense to it. Yes. So let me ask you this. It's really true. If tricky. there were a different, if the dynamics were different, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. for instance like if there wasn't the melanated crowd and you were the only black person and then it was more white people and then they're all like my nigga my nigga my nigga like how would you address it then i'd probably be out yo like (laughs) i'm probably gonna leave (laughs) because i you know yeah i don't that situation yeah i'm gonna be out I think because it's a mixed crowd, it wasn't as bad. It was easier to be like, all right, I'm not the only one that heard it, whatever. But if I'm like the only one, mm-hmm. yeah, I gotta be out. And I'm not saying that the, that that word should be part of hate speech, but yeah, I, know. I think as a culture, we need to, we really need to, to, to examine that word, why we're still keeping it alive and why we're utilizing it. And then also, determine a approach for scenarios as we just discussed like it's is tricky. there is, is there ground rules to, or should should we establish ground rules like listen like you can only use it under this circumstance you have to have you, you know or you got to clear it with the black people in the room first like because you're just asking for trouble it's like, messy yeah it's it is. and remember this is the word that's supposed to be determined endearment now we can get to the other um to the other more aggressive uh okay like um when you're looking at um anything that's dealing with slavery Mm -hmm. like movies and stuff like that they're using those words and i get it it's in context they have to use that to to really show like the the hostility that was Mm -hmm. held for african americans during that time so i get it that's in context and historically i suppose we should preserve it because it was an it was a negative word yes um now, what? As far as the use of that word, like, I don't want to say, because I've never been to a Klan rally. I don't know what they do. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> like, so. like, do they just go up there and just start spouting off racial stuff? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. How do you feel about that word used towards you now? Um, in, in the hard er way now. If somebody to say that, how would you feel now, knowing it's meant to get elicit a response or whatnot? You know what it means, but how do so you? So we're talking about now in 2019. Yes. I want to say my 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 skin is a little bit thick, and um, it's thicker than it was when I was a kid. Like if someone called me that in the kid, I, I'd punch him in the face, and I, and I thought I was justified to do so. Now. That I I I know um, words are words, and I don't want to give it any more power than it already has. I try to identify. I, I look at the individual who's using that word. Now, um, on Facebook, some of the groups, the political groups that I follow, there is a clear racist agenda. I don't know if it's just people who get their kicks off of uh, in, inciting racial tension on the internet but it's out there and when i see that people will post like i guess one gentleman thought he was clever so he would post an n a picture of an n then i he would pretty much spell the entire word but he'd leave one letter out and then he's trying to incite that that rage that anger from uh from black people it's just like now that i'm older to answer your question it's just like this is this is all you got like is wh- what is wrong with you that that you're holding that you have that hatred for for black people and it's um interesting point i, I don't want to say I, 
I feel pity for 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 people who uh, who feel that way because if if your anger and you have rage, it, it stems to some sort of fear. It stems to some sort of fear. Um, like I don't know if black people have done something to them in the past to make you feel that way. I I don't know, but I look at it more open-mindedly and. I'll tell you like this, if someone were to walk up to me and say, you know, you're a nigger and they didn't spit on me and they, they we didn't get physical, then I'd let them continue to breathe. But if there was any, if it was, uh, <laughs> if, if you coming at me aggressive with racial and we're getting physical, like, I think that's going to, um, I'm, I, I would, that would make me go a little bit harder just because it, it's racially motivated. But if it's just words, it's like um, I, I like to say that I would, that would roll off me, and I, I would really I would try to establish dialogue. And enough for nothing, I would like to uh, if we could manage to uh, get a racist person on the podcast, I would totally like to have a, a, a sophisticated conversation just so I to understand like what are you mad about? Because we're not going back to Africa, and yeah. you know you you, you can't kill us all so we gotta find a way to, to peacefully coexist so like what are you what are you mad about yeah usually it stems from yeah it stems from something you're right man you illustrated a lot of interesting points on that one i do want to ask though within other ethnic groups what mm-hmm. do they go through with terms of um racism like um in, in my experience uh, even being in asia Mm-hmm. hearing uh, the hate that the Koreans have for Japanese and vice versa because I mean what I'm understanding is things that happen historically mm-hmm. it takes a long time to get over like you're you know like Japan's land was sinking so they were always invading other, other yeah. countries in Asia and just going to town on them and that hatred is generational it, it goes there for a long time now, if you study about the the Moors, the mm-hmm. the Black Moors and and their occupation in, in Europe, particularly in Spain and in Italy, like I think that has that may have some relation to why uh, racism is still prevalent today because you know it's power always changes and and at one point in time, um, black people ruled the world. Now. You know that 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 power structure changes, but I deviated from your question about mm-hmm. racism with other ethnicities. The Spanish people they they seem to have. I wouldn't say it's so cut and dry as with black and, and white people, but they have their derogatory terms for different uh, Spanish countries and, and and everything. I heard Puerto Ricans and Mexicans go go back and forth, but at the end of the day, I believe. There's racism in every culture. Yeah. So you can't just point the finger at black. I'm sorry, at, at white people and say, "Oh, you you guys are racist." It's it's, it's everyone. And yeah. there's even um, you mentioned it before about um, how people in America, particularly mm-hmm. immigrants in America, they hate on their their own people sometimes, and they don't want them to, to, to immigrate into America either. But before we deviate, I wanted to ask you the same question. Like, as far okay. as if someone were to walk up to you and say, "You, uh, you blackity black nigger coon," like, yeah, I would just think, I would just you think, 
you and your accent. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of along the lines with you. Like, if I feel like you're trying to hurt me on mm-hmm. top of saying that, yeah, basically, then it's a problem. I think now too, I've had a conversation. I think I told you this. I had a conversation with a chick in a bar, mm-hmm. and she was telling me racist jokes. Like she, but she. She kind of put out a disclaimer, like, yo, do you want to hear them? Are you sure? Because we were just sitting there talking. I'm drinking. I'm like, yeah, why not? Let me, let me see like what's what the racist jokes are. And I have to admit, they were funny. <laughs> like, some of them were funny. I was like, hey, I can't really be mad at that one because it's pretty funny. I had a so, racist troop. He had a, a, a lot of racist jokes. And it was just like, when it was in a small group, yeah you know i'm like if it was the fire team i'm like whatever do your thing I, i'd like to hear the humor of you know i'd like i'd like to hear your perspective of humor but mm-hmm. that i would i would like yeah like you i would listen to it haha oh that's that's funny but um at the same time if it's a whole group and it's just like i'm the only black person there no nah, i don't feel comfortable with that because then i think everyone would chime in and then it's like um I don't know. Yeah. Do you do you ever think we'll get to a point where there is no hate speech? Where there is no hate speech. <laughs> Especially in America. We're a very unique uh, country when it comes to that. Because everybody's here. So. I'm going to say... It's going to be a while, man. Hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, it takes... I'll, I'll put it to you this way. When everyone is brown and indistinguishable from from one another we're all brown or gray or green or whatever we the human race evolves to then perhaps but when we still have ethnicities like everyone is so um we we people are ride or die behind their nation people ride or die behind their race people ride or die behind their religion then you're always going to have some sort of um you know, hate speech and, and animosity, and that's why I like studying history because yeah, me too. it is no, it is no difference. Like right now, I'm kind of covering um, the European royalty, and the Catholics used to beef with the with the Protestants, like mm. to the point where they'd be trying to assassinate royalty and everything over religion, and it's like when all these little things that divide us. That is what I think that's what uh, insinuates the hate speech. But what do you think? I think it's going to just take future, gen- like it's down the line. Like we'll have to be, I think our generation have to age out because mm-hmm. we're kind of like the last of that sort of still holding on to like we remember hate speech. We kind of grew up because we grew up in two eras. We grew up in the 80s, 90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot different than if you growing up now. Okay. You're because of social media and technology, you have access to all this stuff. So you already know real quick. The only things I feel like these younger generation, they're only learning it because of their uncles, aunts, grandparents. That's where they're learning it from, I think. Now, as as I mentioned, the whole racial agenda is out there. Of well, course. Um, I think and and this could just be me. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's been hyped up more. Like, I would arguably say, like, in the past couple of years, I really thought this whole racism was on a decline. But now, as a recent event, it seems to be 
spiking upwards again. And I had a conversation with a buddy of mine that <laughs> that is a typically politicians they tend to fear off feed off of like fear and anger and, and everything on on both that lines and I don't know if, if that's a tactic like to make everyone you can either polarize people on the side of racism or polarize people on the side of oh racism is happening to us we need to unify together and I don't I don't know what's going on but I see it mm-hmm. I, I see it and it seems to be stronger than it was before I think I think um, it's been an undercurrent, but once 2016 hit, like the election and everything, I even saw a flashpoint for me on Facebook. Was I on Facebook then? I might have been on Facebook then. Yeah, like the first half of 2016. Then all of a sudden I started seeing all these comments. It started getting more aggressive, more aggressive as election came. And I was like, oh wow okay like it got to the point and i don't mind having discourse with different people with different perspectives but it got to the point where i couldn't take that no more i was like i'm done i'm not trying to hear this every day yeah you know like i already have to move through the u.s differently than the average white citizen like i can't move like they can with freedom and autonomy and like no worries i mean of course you go in certain neighborhoods no, certain i'm laughing because we went to the venus project yeah like that's uh because you know you and i we had that those thoughts like oh man for for the viewers out there me and chris we were in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the sticks to, to see this this project uh, the venus project and the lady upon receiving us was like wow Surprised you made it all the way out here with the rednecks and, uh, you know, pretty much she was insinuating like, yo, we're in a, a, a racist, uh, racist turf, you know, and, and like you said, we, we don't have the luxury of just moving smooth like like everyone else. We got to move a bit, uh, a bit different, more cautious. And it's crazy because it's every facet of life now, like with hate speech and I would say racial harassment. I guess that's another term I might have made up or whatever, but I see clips of library, church, grocery mm-hmm. store. Like, it don't matter where you at. It's just time and opportunity. And it's like, hmm. you know, like, how do you take on that on top of your daily stresses every day, having to deal with that? You know, your everyday stress, the commute, traffic, mm-hmm. you know, like dealing with rude people. Um, being inconvenienced by something and then on top of it you gotta add this whole extra layer well dad I gotta be cautious what I'm doing because somebody could have it out for me that is true because they're angry about something so but then and that's again it's like and that's what racism really blows my mind it's mm-hmm. like one that you could just someone that you never met that you could hate them merely because of the color of their skin but here's the icing on the cake if there's anyone who should have those type of feelings, it's the people who have been persecuted and, and who have been brought here against their will, enslaved for, you know, 200 plus years, and then released with no type of reparations, and then on top of that had additional laws, like laws put in place to, to keep <laughs> us down. It's like, I should be racist. I should yeah. be mad and, and, and uh, but we don't. We don't. We're not putting black bed sheets 
on on our heads and, and going around and and burning onks or or whatever on on people's lawns. We're not. Yeah. Not. And um, at the same time, me personally, it's like, I, yes, I, I I'm a student of history. I study history and I see the atrocities that occurred, but I don't I don't harbor that that hatred in my heart. You know, like we're here. We're not leaving anywhere. We're not we're not going back to Africa. Like let's try to coexist. And but you're you're absolutely right, man. It's it's a lot of burdens that uh, we have to ride around with, um, just cause uh, it's cause of that 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 melanin. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's fascinating. What people don't realize when they say racism, right? It's a system. Like they think of slurs and this and that. No, like. When I hear the term racism, I'm like, yo, that's every facet of life is controlled because of your race. Mm. Meaning like I'm going to get treated differently when I go to the doctor. I'm going to get treated differently when I go to apply for a business loan. I'm going to get treated differently when I go to buy a house. I'm going to get treated differently because I'm going to this school. That's racism. Like I'm going to get treated differently because I live in this neighborhood. And now you want to live in this neighborhood because it's cheaper. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just push you out. Like that's racism. Not just saying the N-word, you know, that's not racist. That's a part of it. You're right. And you you mentioned when we when I was down in Orlando with you, like how racism is there's a spectrum of it. Yeah. Where it's very bold, where you got the guys who are out with their, you know, whatever their their garb is and, and they're blatantly open with it. But then you, you mentioned there's also a refined form of, of racism. Absolutely. as well and you listed all the things that you mentioned before but um it's it's in america but i i gotta ask you know running for president and all mm-hmm. what type of legislation if any could alleviate that man that's a good question i think it would have to be kind of and then we see we talked about justice reform too so it's very tricky Mm -hmm. but this is a very systemic problem like it's affecting people how they live so you got to do something about it um i think if it's proven i would say without a reasonable doubt that you're racially motivated like hate crime and all that you definitely Mm -hmm. be slammed like it should be no doubts about like what punishment I don't know. That's the tricky part because we're trying yeah, to get away um, from inhumane. What I propose is like, for instance, if it's dealing with rent, education, things along those lines, or even with business, I want to smack them with the hefty fine and I want it to hurt. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah, you caught me on a reasonable doubt. You're denying this person rent uh, or a place to live here because of, of racial, because of race. Like, I would like to really like gut check them for for a fine because the money's gonna hurt. Yeah. Um, and I I would even be so bold to say it's like um and people would hate me for it, but yeah yeah I would, if it it's something that's reoccurring I would seize the properties. <laughs> like oh okay like you you want to keep doing this even after fines and everything fine like we own it now and. Mm-hmm. We will um, make sure that doesn't occur anymore. But you're right. This is a this is something that it's penetrated into every facet of, of life for, for African American people and people of color. But um, something else we also have to consider is 
racism within our uh, within our government, and it's like yeah. that is how do you, how do you do this? Like trying to find a mole, you know? Yeah, that's rough. Like, but it's said, not like it's fine. like sometimes the people looking for the moles are the moles, you know? And how how do you identify that? Because it's not. Again, I applaud the older guys who are out there in their, their swastikas and their bed sheets and everything because you are showing the world that you are openly racism. And that's ballsy. That's yeah. very ballsy. And then while I, I don't agree with you, I, I find it admirable that you're, you're, you're brave enough to go out there and say, hey, I'm racist. Yeah. People who do not, the people who do not, and they meet behind closed doors, and uh, you know they're they're discussing racist agendas, and they're in uh, in government. That's a problem. And again, like, what do you what do you do for that? It comes down to the people, hmm. not those individuals. It comes down to the collective. Okay. That they, I guess, administrate over or whatever. It comes down to us, like the everyday people, saying, "Nah, you know what? We're not going for this no more. Like, all this gotta stop." Like. Well, I'm going to bring it back to a conversation that we had when we was in Orlando, when we were, when we were leaving the the redneck turf. Yeah. And you're, you're talking about the the people who voted for 45. Yeah. And the surprising demographics. Yeah, like, and I was like, shocked on But the people, I'm just getting on the same subject with the people, they weren't always um, in public. Everyone's like, bad, bad, bad. And in private, they're like, yeah one for the home team you know so it's like I guess maybe the, some of the people want it yeah like I, I went off I was like the demographics that voted basically they really got 45 in mm-hmm. were educated white women mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Latino men I believe if I remember correctly Actually, and then yeah. some black folks voted for them too which I don't understand but you know, they voted, it's your right to vote for who mm-hmm. you want to vote for. But that top group, the educated women, yes, blew my mind. I can kind of see the older women maybe, but not the young educated women, like our peers. Yes. Why would you vote for this person when you're fighting for your rights and he's the exact opposite of what you're trying to accomplish? So you basically voted in your own self-interest against your own self-interest and that's mind-boggling isn't it blew my mind i was like hold up wait a minute you're talking about equal rights equal pay me too all this stuff right but you vote him in like how the fuck does that work please explain why was it family pressure was it racial pressure because you can also argue that a lot of people voted for President Obama because he was black. You could say that too. Yeah, so, twice. So, I think that was the most mind boggling stat was like educated white women voted this dude in. Meanwhile, you see all these sexual harassment cases, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so you want to perpetuate hate speech and sexual assault and all this stuff you want to keep that going it's been a free-for-all since 45's been in and that is something I, I, I've noticed as well that people have been more um, they've been more braver 
about their um, their affiliations and and <laughs> and the choice of language that they use. But um, perhaps 2020 is a, a symbology for for transparency and and more 2020 vision. You know, like we're we're, we're going to really see uh, what's in the minds of uh, the American people this coming election. Yeah. But, I think um, I think I've gotten to a point where hate speech doesn't bother me. I say mm-hmm. personally, I'll see always examples of it on social media and stuff. But I think now at this age, because I know everything behind it, it's pretty much like I'm like, oh okay, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> like, and also, it's, 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 uh, yeah. it, it rolls off. But at yeah. the same time, when I'm when I do see it's it's violently uh, motivated, that is when I have a concern. Yeah, me too. I'm saying with you on that. But yeah, to to all the racist people out there, keep enjoying that uh, First Amendment. Don't hurt nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, stay tuned for the next episode of Upgrade America. Peace. Peace.